And welcome to the Let's See Grandma Career Warrior Podcast, where our goal is not only to help you land your dream job, but to help you live your best life. Today, we have a mini-sode where I try to answer commonly asked job seeker questions in 10 minutes or less. Have you ever been asked in an interview, what is your desired salary? Have you ever had sweat bullets drop down your face as the interviewer stared you down like a cowboy in a Western? Well, in this episode, you are going to prepare yourself for that answer, and we're going to hopefully help you figure out what really to ask for. Now, I will say that I am not a career coach. I am no full-blown expert in interviews, but I am an employer. So some of this comes from the position of empathy and perspective of the people who are asking these questions. And additionally, I've interviewed plenty of people on this podcast, many interview experts, negotiation experts. So what I thought the value add would be in this episode would be to bring those key insights together in this short and sweet episode to get you the answer you need. But first, I want to call out episode 54. I completely forgot to update you all. The name of that episode was Learn How to Stop Procrastinating slash Get More Done. It was this entire episode about procrastination and how getting through it can make you a better job seeker or getting better at not procrastinating can make you better. We talked about the principles of focus, chunking, and just one step. And this was a really monumental episode for me just because I knew this was something that I personally struggled with is just procrastination and perfectionism really. And in that episode, I talked about my procrastination story with music. So I've been creating songs on my laptop for like 10 years or so. And I just was such a perfectionist that I did not want to put it out to the world or I just didn't even want to finish these songs because I never considered them complete. So in my promise to you at the end of the 54th episode was that I would circle back with you and pretty much have you guys hold me accountable saying that I will put out a song out there as soon as possible. Well, heck, it is 2020 and I have a brand new Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Music account. I have three accounts that I've created basically to get my music out there to the world and I got through and beat my own big procrastination problem. Thanks really to everyone for holding me accountable. I can't believe I said that on the podcast, but I felt like I had to follow up and actually do it. And if you like electronic house music or down tempo, then check me out. I'm Big Ocean Sound on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Music. I am brand new to the scene. I'm really excited. And if you really, really like me, then please follow me as I will be just, I'll love you forever, pretty much. <laughs> All right. So that's procrastination. Listen to that episode if you find that this is a problem with your job search. I'll push on over to the question at hand here, which is, what is your expected salary? One of the most commonly asked questions within the interview world. I will just give you two steps here. The first is to prepare, and the second step is showtime. So step one, prepare. Every piece of advice out there, if you Google this question, they will say the same thing. Prepare, know the market rate, and go with that market rate. Well, I do believe that this is good advice, but there is a little bit more there to just knowing your market rate. It's not so simple. So I believe that you need to answer yourself or you need to ask yourself the following questions before interviews for every single position you apply for. And then you're going to get that desired number in your head. So write these next four questions down and answer them for yourselves. That is, it is just that simple. Question number one. What does the typical position look like for this role? What is the expected salary for this position? 
And you can go on LinkedIn, you can go on Glassdoor to figure these things out. And many of those positions out there have basic ranges for each job title. Also, going out and having conversations with people in the actual industry for the industry you're applying for can be very helpful too. Just getting out there, networking, talking with friends and family members who have been through the same thing as you can especially help you. Now, this is one really key, easy piece of advice here, but there are a few other nuances here. And one of those nuances answering the question, where am I located and what is the cost of living? It is not just about the job title. And I know we are in a warped COVID virtual world where everyone's working from home. But the truth is, is that employers are still looking to where you are living and looking at where the offices are located. I typically know just by looking at the data that positions or salaries in New York City tend to be more, more high than positions that are in other smaller cities. This is just a fact. This is just the way business works. So answer that question. What is the general cost of living in my area as a percentage? And factor that into your first answer. All right, two more questions. And these two are less considered, but potentially even bigger. Number three, do I have anything that makes me a differentiator? And could the employer recognize that value? For example, if a basketball company is hiring a software engineer and you are one of the 0.1% of software engineers that have worked with a basketball team in the past and you've proven results, then that might be a differentiator that would raise your worth in the eyes of the company. How special are you? And I don't mean that as a snowflake type, like how special everybody's special. I mean, like what really makes you better than the other people that probably would be applying for this job. You can use that as leverage while negotiating a salary with a company. Fourth question to ask yourself, and this is probably the most forgotten one, is, is there growth potential for this company in the future? Now, I know a lot of these companies out there are startups, and I'm speaking from my own perspective here as someone who has run a startup that's grown very rapidly over the last few years. But you can base your decision or you can factor this into your decision when applying for jobs. Now, I want to say be careful. I'm not telling you to solely base your decision on a promise that you'll get a raise in a year and a raise in another year. And this is how many people do get screwed over. But it is a factor. And I honestly think about my salary in the startup world now versus what it was three years ago. Was I underpaid? Absolutely. By tens of thousands of dollars a year. But I knew that it was going to be worth it for me in the end. And it actually ended up working out. And there is still incredible amounts of growth potential here. I say this, I know not a lot of people are, you know, startup founders or entrepreneurs themselves, but I know a lot of people will be applying for quickly growing companies. All right. So these are the four questions to ask yourself. And let's get down to the nitty gritty. So you get asked the question, like, what the heck do I do? Like, am I supposed to answer this question right off the bat? Or am I supposed to kind of deflect the question, so to speak, what my expected salary is? Well, when you get asked this question, the best thing you can do is to not answer the question until you have a job offer in hand. Now, this is controversial because I know there's a lot of advice out there on people that say to essentially just tell them because you're going to have to tell them eventually. But this is the answer that I've heard from all the negotiation experts that I've spoken with from Alex Carter to Professor Tony Simons in our past podcast episode. 
you can weed yourself out on accident. And I don't want any of you job seekers to accidentally weed yourself out because you put down a market rate that just didn't match up with the company. It's better to have a candid conversation and it's better to get an actual job offer in hand before you throw that number out there. Now I understand, like, let's be realistic here. There are certain instances where somebody might really press for you to give that answer or possibly you're filling this question out online and you can't, even en- you can't even enter your application until you have a real number in the data field. Well, if they really press you, I get it. And if you really have to answer, here is some sample text that I found on Indeed.com, their blog to be really helpful for answering this question. If this is in, in an interview, then you can say, thank you for asking. I feel that an annual salary between $67,000 and $72,000 is in line with the industry average and reflects my skills and experience level well. I am, however, flexible and open to hearing about the company's compensation expectations for this position. And I like that a lot because it really talks about this as a business decision rather than just kind of a emotional one or I feel like I deserve this. It kind of, it makes this a little bit easier to navigate. So you can take that text, adapt it for an application, or just use the same exact phrasing when asked this in your first interview. You can even take out the number and say something like, thank you for asking. I feel that an annual salary, or I feel like my expected salary is in alignment with the industry average and reflects my skills and experience level well. So you are deflecting the question here a little bit, but it's just a candid, authentic way of expressing yourself that you're not ready to talk about this just yet. And Professor Simons even said, if somebody presses you again and you really don't want to answer, you can say, I would prefer actually to answer when an offer is on the table and exude confidence that way. So once again, it's a personal decision if you want to lay out your expectations right off the bat for salary, but I recommend avoiding it you know, when possible because you can potentially weed yourself out and then getting the money talk after the offer has been made. All right. So We're already running over 10 minutes here, but a few quick hot tips here because I want to make sure you don't miss it. Remember that this is a conversation, not this hardball negotiation. The best negotiators out there know that negotiation isn't what it sounds like. It is a true, authentic conversation that engages both parties that essentially optimizes the numbers based on both people's needs. Remember, it's about how you answer the question as well as actual number that you give these people. So if you've done your homework and you know your worth, don't you think you'll come across as confident? And employers ask these questions not only because they have budgets, but also because they want to see how you consider yourself. Third tip here, and this one's huge, it's not just about the base salary. There are other things on the table that you should negotiate and that people always forget to negotiate. Things like vacation time, things like your work from home situation, contingency-based pay that says, if I hit my mark after the first three quarters, can I get a bonus? And of course, profit sharing for those super startups out there that are offering those types of things. So hope this was a useful episode for you, especially those who get a lot of stress and anxiety when you do get asked this question. And I hope this helped you in some way. Don't forget, I am Big Ocean Sound on Spotify, Apple Music, and YouTube as well. And another fun fact I always get asked is how much money do I make per play? And the answer is somewhere around half a cent. So if you put me on repeat 50 times and I get 25 cents 
And that essentially means I can go out and buy a stick of bubble gum. So thank you so much for that. I will commemorate a piece of bubble gum in your name if, <laughs> if you do loop me enough times. So thanks so much for that. Here's that song to send you out on this podcast episode. Please enjoy the rest of your day. <laughs>